when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, I'm John Holmes. It's the The One Show Show, the podcast that walks behind TV's The One Show and tries to kick its ankle to make it trip over. As ever, part one of this week's ep dropped yesterday, so if you'd like this part two to make any kind of sense, we recommend going back to listen to that first. Or not, totally up to you. You're your own person. I mean, if I told you to jump off a cliff, would you do it? Probably, if you had to watch The One Show every week. Now you know how we feel. Joining me, Mark Haynes and Jake Yap. We went into a film here about first aid, so yes. uh, there was a... It, hand- was the handbrake turn? Well, it was, was, a, it was a handbrake turn, but again, it's, it's not handbrake turn like... Handbrake turns, they used to try and hide them a little bit, and yeah. it was yeah. to sort of stop the programme, and now we're going this way. This one was just very... We've got a show about first aid. Do you know any first aid? Yeah. I mean, it was just that, you know, let's stop that conversation. We've got some first aid yeah. on the show. We're going to talk about first aid. Do you know any first aid to Alexander Armstrong? Look at that. You are. That's that my impression of Osmond. Get the facts out. Get the facts out. <laughs> Actually, uh, we're, we're doing first aid. Who, yeah, yeah. who did? Who, whose eyes were increasingly darting back and forth, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Increasing yeah. unease yeah. with the whole thing. Yeah. And he, he basically said to that, do, do you know any first aid? And they said, if you saw something, would you be able to? And he basically said, no, I'd turn and I'd run and I'd flee back to my castle and lower the portcullis and liquidate my assets. <laughs> like, you know, I'm ready for the storm. Yeah. You know, I have my paramilitary... Militia yeah. <laughs> force, and I'm ready for you, fuckers. He said, he had that thing where he said, well, I come from a long line of doctors. Do you get involved if somebody has a, a cut or a bruise? I, I come from a long line of doctors, so I I'd like do. to think I should. Yeah. I'd like to think. Which is that brilliant thing of just going, because your antecedents were something, you've probably got a bit of it through the bloodline. <laughs> Doesn't work like that, medicine. Yeah, yeah, Doesn't yeah, work yeah. like that. Good I come from a long line of doctors, so you're absolutely, <laughs> absolutely fine, you know. Oh, these babies are all dead. The, um, <laughs> uh, the film was in Canterbury, in, in Kent, right? So, specifically, they'd sent somebody down there uh, to a, a school called which is a secondary school, and they... I, I, I will say, I've bleeped that out. It's not because it's got, like, no. a swear word in yeah, it, but yeah. it's just a school. We probably shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, 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 well, they named it. They named it, so I'm naming it. That's all. I'm in Barton Court Grammar School in Canterbury to see how young people are learning the skills of how to deal with a life-or-death situation. Oh, all right, it was all what They were specific about what school All right, was. then, well, I will have put the bleep in on the first yeah. one, but I won't do it on this one. This will be clean. John? Barton Court. There you go. Right, so... <laughs> So they went down to Barton 
No, bleep that one. Whatever you want. <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep one of the words. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's been done. Very good. So they went there, and because a, a, a pupil of that school had saved someone's life because he knew CPR, and mm. there's a whole news story about whether or not CPR is going to become part of the national curriculum uh, so kids can learn it at school, so lives might be saved, which is good. I think that's a good idea. Yep. Matt, Matt also thinks it's a good idea. We learned that. But I, I want to declare a bit of an interest because on Thursday, the day this went out, I got a message from my friend Andy who said, uh, Will, that's his son, who goes to that school is going to be on the one show tonight in a strange cross of worlds John nice. Will who I you know known since he was a baby is going to be on the one show and so he has an insight into the one show coming to his school to film this feature that was on great wow. so let's get him on the phone yes hello Will hello hi that's Will this is Will Will uh, as I mentioned goes to the school that you just bleeped the name of and was in the one show film so Will did you how far in advance did you know about the one show visiting your school uh, well, the day before, uh, we we got the uh, we were taking out form time. We got the uh, the letter yeah. saying that we could sign it if we wanted to be part of the filming. Yeah. Did anyone not sign it? Did everyone go the one show? That's uh, not, shit. I'm uh, not being in that. People, couple of people um, <laughs> forgot or just didn't want to be on. Don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. And how many people turned up to do the filming? How many cameramen were there? Uh, there was one cameraman. There was one guy with a mic and the presenter. Did you like any of them? Did they seem nice or really horrible? Yeah, they're all nice. They're really nice. Not, not, not sure that's that. uh, the answer I wanted. But, uh, <laughs> but, but Will, I mean, if that's your truth and you want to stick to it, that's fine. I, I see the one show I've got to you. <laughs> so tell us the process then, Will. So, I mean, they, they came in, disrupted your learning uh, for a day. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this was all about first aid, right? So talk us, was. talk us through, you know, what they said to you and how they... Well, we, we came in and uh, they introduced them. Selves. Uh, and then we started learning about the well some four letters which corresponded to different like things you have to check before you start doing CPR. It was yeah. like airway and breathing and you know how if you have you forgotten the other oh. two? Yeah, yeah. Is mm. it ABC? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Doctor ABC. I think. Yeah, yeah that was an acronym. Uh, and then, <laughs> apple. And then, Check um, the throat for apple. Did you? Because what you were essentially doing, it seemed to me, were you were all leaning on a on a on a rubber dummy, mm. trying to squash air in and yeah, out. Yeah, well, of it. there was this rubber dummy, and then you pressed the heel of your hand into the the middle of the chest, yeah. and then you did it for about thirty seconds. Mm. Um, and, and then, then you, you did, did it all two... over again on another angle with the camera somewhere else. I'm yeah. guessing. Did they make you yeah. do it over and over again for hours? Uh, not for hours, no. But yeah, they basically enough. just. Yeah. Did, did the rubber thing, the rubber doll, have a fa- the face of TV's Matt Baker? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> no. Um, but they had to refilm it because everyone was just punching it as hard as they could yeah, yeah. to try and kill it. Yeah. Uh, but I did notice, Will, at one point, because the, the film was about Tom, this guy Tom, who'd saved yeah. the life. Because Is Tom a friend of yours? No, but I do know him. Okay. I sit next to him. Yeah. So, yeah. But, so, <laughs> you sit next to him. I don't, I don't like I, him. I do. I sit next to him. I do. Yeah. Uh, do, you, um, do. Did you know this story before? I mean, how come the one show had found him? I, I don't know how they found it, but we've been told that, obviously, he saved a life in the spring. Yeah. And I'm not sure how they discovered it, but they interviewed him halfway through the lesson and he went out and talked about it for a bit yeah can i ask when when did you record this because there's always a lot of conjecture about how long these films sit on the shelves we recorded it in it was last week sometime it was like okay wednesday thursday fresh it aired the day after we recorded it yeah that's pretty impressive yeah i have to say though well um having seen you on television is that in the shot you were in 
Um, mm. You didn't appear to be doing much life saving. You were sort of standing there with your arms folded. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, I, I did get interviewed, but they didn't put it in. Oh, well, oh. Did, you, did you swear? Did you swear, Will? I didn't swear. Okay, right. he's only were saying you, that because his you, dad's listening. To were me. you doing yeah. inappropriate hand gestures? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Quite crass impressions of leading politicians. Uh, can I ask, Will? Is it? Is it? Uh, you're, you're 15, aren't you? I'm 14. 14. Is it exciting for you, like you at your age to be on television, or does it just it's seem exciting? Yeah. 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 Have, have you been on exciting. telly before? I don't think I have, no. No, that is quite... I mean, it's thrilling. The first time I was on TV, it seemed like the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was in the background of some, like, local news. Yeah, and it, yeah. Was, it was just—it's just magic, isn't it? I was exactly, yeah. I was exactly the same. Uh, with it. I think uh, our school went on an outing to watch uh, a circus or something, and so that was on the local regional news because they <laughs> they'd gone to film the local circus. <laughs> World's the... stupidest <laughs> class go to circus. <laughs> <laughs> true, fantastic. Will, if you had the chance to be on the one show again, would you do it, or are you over that now? I'd do it, yeah, definitely do it. If if Matt Baker swallowed his tongue, <laughs> would you fish it out? Uh, yes. Oh, oh good yes. man. Yes. And yes. just so we can check, uh, have any of the children in the school gone missing since the one show have been there? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! I and there knew it! Is. Will, um, and for legal reasons, do you give us your consent to put this on a podcast? I do. Thank you very much. Yeah, does well, his dad? Uh, it's all about oh, his I don't dad, give a, don't a shit about his dad. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> regards to your dad, Will. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers for that. You too. Bye. Bye, Will. Thank you. There you go. See, I thought we'd get some live um, yeah. li- live coverage of um, being there in a school when the one show come to call. I, I know it's bad form to have a 14-year-old and then talk behind his back, but I am furious that he didn't slag off the one show more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really upset. Yeah. Oh. There, was, there was a couple of weird things about that. So one of the opening questions they had when they went into that, when they did that handbrake turn, was... I think they asked Alex. I think it was Matt. He just said, uh, "How do you feel about first aid?" First of all, how do you how do you feel about first aid? What? Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, I don't I, care, I, mate. I, 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 do you know what? I actually loathe it. I, I love it. Shit. I think I it think interferes with God's plans. <laughs> <laughs> it is an affront to God. Oh. <laughs> and Matt was Matt was angered off the back of the film, though, wasn't he? Well, when, when he said, because uh, this was when Alexander Armstrong sort of said, "Well, I've, I've played doctors, so maybe I'll pick some yeah. pick some of that up." And then Matt just sort of said, "Well, it's, it's just about confidence." Confidence, he said. Yes. And then Nish called him up on it yeah. and just sort of laughed, going, what, so being a doctor's just about confidence? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Matt got angry, a little bit angry for being called out and just sort of said, no, no I didn't mean, you know what I mean, you know what I mean? I meant, you know... You... Yeah, I mean, I've played doctors. I know how to act <laughs> like a doctor. Is that the same? Will that work? Do you think you could do it? You, can, you, know, you were telling us about straight arms, though. It's about yeah, I think so. I think it's all about Is it about confidence? Half of yeah. being a doctor is about being confident. No, I think it is. Helping out in a situation of needs is yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Get on the phone, ring whoever you need to. And... Get on the phone. Get on the phone is what I mean. Yeah. And Get on the phone. He's still getting funny just going, look, look, just be proactive. Don't be one of those people standing there filming the thing. Yeah. Do you know what he meant by that? That is like a dog whistle to me. It means city people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get on the phone, ring whoever you need to and be the person that's going to be proactive. Quite right. Don't now, stand there and film the thing. Now, Zander, we want to talk about your new tour? Yes. City people go and filming, like you know. The, I mean, the... that could be applied to the one show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't just stand there don't filming film things. Yeah. Do Ignore it. And I, I mean, the one thing they did have in this is whenever I hear teaching things, my wife is a, a teacher, and whenever they have things like, oh, you know, it's going to be on the com- compulsory uh, educational system in Britain in 2020, first aid. Yeah. There is a part of me that goes, right, how is that going to be funded? Is that going to be central government are going to give you a load more money so you can get a qualified first aider to <clears> teach all that? No one ever goes into that, so. 
they're just like, that is a good idea. That is a good idea. It is a good idea, but as long as the money's there. I, unusually for the one show, they didn't like have a teacher on and just go, oh, teaching is a shit job because <laughs> that is a trope they do. But I was thinking, why, why are we going let's get children to do first aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the people who tend because... to need first aid are men, right? I, yeah, I know where you're going with this. Uh, uh, 2020, yeah. there's going to be loads of perverts outside schools. Yeah. I'm bleeding but... from my groin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've got it needs beat... pressure on it. I've got bitten by a bee halfway out of my bum. Suck out the poison. <laughs> Suck out the poison. Terrible. Idea. I was thinking what we should do is they should bring in first aid courses for adults who have been uh, like found guilty of minor offences like oh, speeding. God, that's... Oh, right. Okay. Okay. If you're done speeding, you then have to do a two-week first aid course. Right. And that way you can put a bit back, having taken a bit out. <laughs> okay. right? All right. Yeah. So like Matt, I've got some strong opinions on first aid. <laughs> what I thought, and I'm sorry, guys, but this comes up in every project I've been involved in in the world of broadcasting, okay? But all of the dummies they were practicing CPR on were white. <laughs> <laughs> that is I'm just true. saying that comes up in everything yeah, I've worked absolutely. on. Absolutely. You are, you are abnormalising a situation if you see a person of colour who is in trouble. Yeah. Because you are like, this does not look like yeah. that big white torso I'm so familiar with. Yeah. And I'm not and I'm not kissing it. No. It's basically the gist of what no. people with the risk of that. You've got not, to- I am so so glad that we realised what this piece was about. They presented it as being about first aid. We realise right. it's about institutional racism. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. It's about maintaining, preserving the white race. Yeah. That's what if the you're one... black, forget it, mate. I think the one show is a subliminal show trial. We should have asked Will about it's that. It's actually about an oncoming global race war. <laughs> <laughs> and doing field, field medicine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was the last of the, the one show show podcast. There is something if you begin watching the one the one show and you begin thinking of it as if it's they're basically giving coded warnings for something you've not been included in. It's a very good way to lose your fucking mind. <laughs> I'm Mark Haynes. And I'm Julia Raceyes. And over the next four months, we'll be taking you through the highs and lows of Strictly Come Dancing. All the winners. The losers. The huge name stars and the other ones. The inevitable relationship traumas. The gags. The pitiful gags. The awful, awful gags. The wonderful outfits. The complex structure of bets that could leave you better off by one million pounds. And everything that happens both on and off the dance floor. It's the curse of Strictly. Keep listening, subscribing, telling your friends and dancing. Appalling. It's absolutely awful. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit 
yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, there was a, there was a good, a good learning moment not long after this as well, where um, Matt, uh, Matt just turned to Angelica Bell and said... You're the voice of Deliveroo. Well, we found, I found out today that, that you are the voice when you ring up, what is it, the uh, Deliveroo. Um, why, why are you bringing that up? Well, I just... <laughs> what? what? And she said... She was like, oh, why did you oh. bring that up? But I mean, in the old days, that would have been the most illegal thing you could do as a BBC presenter, yeah. is suddenly mention a, a independent yeah. company, a yeah, corporation, yeah, yeah. and just say, oh, you're the voice of Deliveroo, aren't you? What? Why are you talking about yeah. this? Well, yeah. the, re- the reason why is because Zander... Des O'Connor, for our times, uh, <laughs> was talking about his forthcoming stand-up yeah. show, stand up, very no hotly less. anticipated. Yeah. Um, and he said, I mean, it was one of those, you could see him sort of just desiccate in front of you because he said, um, well, I've kind of been doing stand-up for a long time. And then instantly realising I'm going to get called on this Nish Kumar's right next to me. Yeah. Shit. Yes. I better just own up and say, instantly after dinner speaking. So. Oh. <laughs> and Nish shredded him for that quite rightly. Yeah. Um, I've kind of been doing stand-up for quite some time. Mm. No, but on the quiet. On the quiet. I do sort of after-dinner things. So yeah. I kind of, I've, I've seen you do yeah, some. You, you, do, the, very you funny, do the circuit. Which is quite, you know, and that's a tough, it's a tough circuit, as mm. anyone too. The black tie circuit. Very I mean, it's a very punishing crowd. Quite pleased that it makes the northern pleased. circuit look like a picnic. <laughs> what do they throw their cravats? Yes. yes. <laughs> he went on from that, which is excruciating. Where you're, mm. you're like, I'm just one of the, you know, the guys I'm do- out there yeah, yeah. doing my yeah. doing my sets to yeah. uh, paying customers, yeah, yeah. paying about three grand a seat at yeah. tables. Yeah. He went straight from that to somehow, you know, like when you're having a meltdown, and he's found himself in a bit where he's going, I'm actually doing very well, and you go, I've got. A sort of make myself look a bit more humble. Yeah, yeah, he was then going, did uh, thousands of voiceovers. Oh, no, I used to oh, do loads. I mean, the money was just... Uh, what are you doing? I know. Yeah, it was yeah, another yeah. one of those one-show moments where, where the guest completely alienates all of the viewers of the one-show. Yeah. He said, he said, well, in the, in the 90s, uh, they were throwing money around. And oh, I, ju- you yeah. know, I just turned well, up and uh, yeah, there yeah. was money everywhere. That's we were all doing it. And you just think, there are people again in hospices and council houses, yeah. the one-show's core crowds, yeah. watching this, just, just going, what are you... What what? Yeah, but, um, yeah, but it's a hilarious world. I mean, if you've done yeah. voiceovers, you yeah. know what it's. Well, you and, can go with just looking. You go in your pajamas. Well, you can, but also <laughs> in the nineties when it was in its sort of opulent, uh, you know, in, in the purplest patch of advertising, mm. you know, they would just throw money at these things. So you'd have these extraordinary ads that would well, yeah. be an ad for gravy or something like that, and and they would have Ridley Scott directing it, and you'd think, <laughs> really? <laughs> um, and you'd come in as the voice, and it's, you just do the last little bit. You're the last yeah, piece yeah. in the jigsaw. So and I'm sure people will be wondering, are you going to be singing? You'd think as well, like Alexander Armstrong, he does come from a spectacularly wealthy yeah. background. He yeah. lives in a mansion, yeah. you yes. know. And you'd think, 
I've got a little bit of non-tone deafness about this. You yeah, yeah. think it weighs on you, but actually you realise he's just like, this is fucking wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'll go in and my little anecdotes about yeah. how much money I made, even though I don't need yeah. any more. Yeah, what, Come what, and see the show. What basically happened for a period of about 15 years, um, I hoovered up work each day <laughs> doing work that would feed a family of four for a year. And but, to me it was just yeah. cigar money. And that was the yeah. 90s. Uh, but, Imagine how much I've got now. Uh, but I should say oh, also the work was so easy I like the bit with his tour and it's a typical thing that when you do become very successful and you do become very wealthy you don't you, you lack that edge and so doing a stand-up <laughs> tour for Alexander Armstrong is you know I don't think he's like well I want to really show the world what I've got because again he shows the world what he's got and everyone sort of goes oh have a bit of that you yeah. know, storm the storm the fucking him. gates Eat him. Yes. Yeah. but he when he was talking about his stand-up show which is called all mouth and, and some, some trousers. trousers wow I can't can't wait to see what he does with that hour. Angelica yeah. couldn't get the name of the show right. No. Assume, <laughs> no. which, yeah. He kept on saying we. So he'd yeah. say, yes. he said, uh, we needed a title. It covers what we're going to be doing on stage. Uh, sorry, not we. I mean I. Yeah. And you only go from using we to I if you've said we, you didn't mean we, but it is we. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, basically, we needed a title. Um, yes. And that basically covers pretty much what we're going to be doing on the show. We, I say we, I will be yeah, doing on stage. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I think he was letting on there that there's a big group of people who are in some yeah. way forming and shaping this massive, show. Yeah. Massive, That is what proof. I took out of that extremely curious mention. I'm who fairly, will not be on a royalty. fairly sure Alexander Armstrong didn't think, oh, what the one thing I crave is a tour of regional theatre. <laughs> to, to showcase yeah. what I can really yeah. do. Because I don't think the nation knows what I can really do. It's Nothing's captured the essence of Xander Armstrong yeah. yet. And this is going to be... What's really happened, of course, is that some big promoter's gone, we can make a fucking fortune with you. The other thing is, if he'd have done it as a we, he could have got Ben Miller back and they could have done an Armstrong and Miller, which people would be yep. keen to see. But, of course, uh, unfortunately, that would mean half of the yeah, ticket that's income. that's probably not going to fly. Alexander guys. doesn't like half of well, ticket income. Fairness, <laughs> he's saving up because he's buying Hampshire, but... <laughs> <laughs> what I always hear about Zander, Des O'Connor, is mm. I really want that to stick, the Des O'Connor <laughs> thing, is, oh, he's such a nice guy. Mm. I always get that. Mm. And uh, I was, and he works so hard. He mm. works terribly hard. And that such a nice guy. Such a nice. If I had his money, yeah. I would automatically, wordlessly, fillet everyone I met <laughs> because my life was so good. Yours should be as good as it can be right now too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I would be beyond nice. I would not be this embittered old hag that I am. <laughs> that I am. <laughs> I would be I would be so much nicer than Zander giving interviews to food magazines about his bespoke tea blend and how he wouldn't drink anything else. I can't imagine you doing this on the sofa next to Nish Kumar. I'll do it! <laughs> Hello, Matt. <laughs> uh, Matt, we did well, learn... What are you doing? What we you learned doing? something. Why do I like it? Oh, God, that's weird. I like it. I can't stop thinking about it now. <laughs> well, you might have got a nosh off from you, but what we know is that Matt may Gosh, come on. <laughs> Matt Baker has never had a takeaway delivered. No. To... You see, I've never... I, this is a thing, and people often laugh at me for this, but I've never, ever had a takeaway delivered to my house. Ma mainly because delivery can't find his farm. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. It's one of those postcodes yeah. where it's the entire postcode yeah. and there's three houses. Yeah, yeah. They are not going to bring you a KFC. <laughs> is that the, yeah, it's, we deliver within a 20-mile radius, but that won't cover the front drive. <laughs> a takeaway from Matt is leaving the house and shooting a pig in the head. <laughs>
Can we talk about drag away? Can we talk about the the mashing of the two worlds quiz mm. that they that they decided to to, oh. to bestow upon Alexander Armstrong and Nish Kumar, where the, it was the pointless mash or the pointless report. pointless reports. The pointless I mean, report. It, it, it did not make any sense. No, so it was, it was with, taken... with time filling. I mean, it didn't, it didn't need to fill time because it was already yeah. over time. Yeah, yeah. They had to get this quiz in. They'd show a, a photo from the news and go, "So what's going on here?" And there was a bloke oh. holding up a what's it. Yeah. And I don't know whether they'd been briefed or that, whether no, they thought this was definitely they not. definitely hadn't. And it was mm. this is exactly the thing we were saying about comedians and what they assume. They assume they're funny, yep. and therefore if we just spring this on them, they'll be absolutely hilarious. And what it did was shine a light on the fact that uh, often with these things, they've looked at it before, seen it before. Some writers have had to go, yeah. and now here's some jokes about it. Not yeah. flinging at them on live television because neither of them came up with any kind of amusing answer no. whatsoever. And you could hear them desperately clawing. First pointless report uh, okay. featured this photo. Here it is. Um, do you know what this is? Do you know what happened here? This man and his crisps. This man's found a cashew nut and some what's it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. So the best Nish could come up with, uh, and then said it wrong, which made it far more funny yes, than it actually yes, was. Yes, um, yes. Was this yes. man holding up a what's it? Yep. And he said, "Man finds <laughs> yes. world's worst crip." <laughs> is that is that the headline? World's worst man finds story. world's worst well, crip. This, this are, world's mm. worst man finds world's, world's worst crip. Crisp. Crisp. There was a two-tone lobster where half the lobster was black and the other bit was you know orange or sort of reddy brown. And I was like, how can you not get a single joke out of that that is a bit risque for seven pm but would fly? How can you not? It's half black. It's half white. There's oh yeah. Nigel Farage just sent half of that back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 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 you know. but, but as they say, you know, in every game show, it's a lot harder, isn't it, when you're playing it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> than it when is. you're at home, Mark. So easy to be on the sofa, you know. It's <laughs> Matt actually did a joke at the end of this, and it went surprisingly well it for did, a Matt was, joke. Well, so, given the other two were professional comedians, Matt's yeah. joke was the best one, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't imagine he came up with it himself on no, the spot. No, a guy who collected house bricks. Yeah. And oh, uh, yeah. Nish Kumar did, did a classic comic strategy, which was the first thing he said. Uh, they had names on them, and he was like, that's his mother and father, or reunited yeah. with his parents. It didn't go well, but he kept pressing it. And sometimes when you keep pressing when it's gone badly, rather than dig yourself a hole, you can actually somehow begin floating. <laughs> yeah. And he did yeah, begin yeah. floating. Uh, what about this story? This was today, actually. Um... <laughs> Any idea what this That is a man whose mother and father are actually bricks. <laughs> <laughs> Just introduced to his birth parents. <laughs> he was adopted and now he's met his mum and dad, old Forth and Glenboig, and they're like, son, we are delighted to see you. But Matt did the joke about collecting bricks. He went, he's collected so many bricks, he's now got a house. And the two yeah. of them sort of went, like that's, that. That's and a, Matt yeah. looked like he was going to weep with joy. <laughs> he began laughing at his own thing. Like, he didn't know it was going to be funny, but it worked. He's like, ha, 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 ha. The theme tune for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind comes <laughs> a single tear. Yeah. This is Mark Cranston, who's in the papers today, because he's been collecting bricks for nine years. And he now has a house. <laughs> <laughs> They had a really nice video after that bit, which was a, 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 a film about an 84-year-old racing car driver called Philip Barak. Not interested in old people, not interested in racing cars. Somehow, yeah. he was the sweetest man I've yeah. ever seen on television. But, he was absolutely yeah. the most delightful lad. 
When I'm racing, I work to a strategy. I feel excited. I've got to try and get past everybody else. I don't think age comes into it. I think it's ability. I think people can be old at 30 and young at 80, <laughs> from my experience anyway. But as an OAP car racer, he, he did do the whole lap, including pulling off in third gear. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to actually scrape out that joke that I'd written there. <laughs> uh, mine ended uh, at 12 miles an hour. No, I, I, I want him to live forever. I thought he was really nice. No, he was. He, and he said it as well. I've been racing since I was a toddler. And I was thinking, is there toddler car racing? I would that watch that. Bloody good. But back in the 50s, there was. Yeah, of course no, there rules was. were very different. Yeah, they used to have it before the infant boxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. He, I mean, it was a classic off-the-shelf film. Of course yeah. it was. But that was fine. You're right. It was, it, but it was sort of nothing. Oh yeah, but, I mean, but, I never want to watch it again. I was quite alarmed when you were like, "Oh, this was really great." I was like, "Yeah." yeah there was there was no. a terrible piece earlier about uh, a shopping biker about the high street. Yes. And, oh, this uh, was the changing the use of it through the yeah. through the last century. And uh, amazingly, five you know different shops were in this shop, so mm. it was shops. Right? <laughs> I mean, there was no there was nothing more to it than that. It might look like an ordinary pub, but this building has a secret history. This was originally the old building, but it's, it's changed such a lot. For over a century, the changing faces of this shop front have told the tale of all our high streets. Woolworths was my first job, and yes, I worked for Woolworths for 35 years. This is the story of number 63 Shields Road in Biker, Newcastle-upon-Tyne, told by those who know it best. Really, uh, felt as though we'd hit the big time. Really, having a place like this. Well, I mean, <coughs> they worked quite hard. They did the thing matching the old black and white they photo did. over the shop. Yep, that's not that was, easy to do. There was a lot of technical stuff going yeah. on here that I thought was quite impressive for the one show. I, I agree. Have to say. And I they mean, had actually tracked someone down who worked there in like the forties, and uh, so they had someone who'd worked at every single shop, and yeah. Yeah. that's a lot of work. I mean, too much work. And I like I liked the little old lady when she went into the basement. And she oh, said, oh my um, god. <laughs> Um, how were they used to start mattresses over there <laughs> and the boys used to hide them. We had a lot of fun over there. Yeah, she said the boys, oh, the boys, they used to... I was like, bet you bloody... <laughs> used to jump out on us. On us? Oh, wow. That's the old door where we used to come in. And this was the old storehouse. I had to walk all the way through here. There used to be piles of mattresses over there, and the lad used to crouch down behind those mattresses, jump out on us, had a lot of fun over here. Honest. Jump out on us, and then it, then it cut to it in a pub, which is the Weatherspoons, now called the yeah. Rapey Geordies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? A heartbreaking though is they showed all these shops, and as time goes on, they look shitter and shitter. Yeah. But they brought all the people back who had never been there, you know, since it had changed from what they did. Yeah. And every time these people would come back, they'd be in a room where. Half of the room would be caved in. The carpet would have been ripped up. There was, like, graffiti on, you know, bits of the wall. There's just shit everywhere, you know, like old mops and um, stuff. And they'd stand in those rooms and go, oh, this used to be so beautiful. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, this welcome to 100 years, the progress we have made. Everything that was beautiful has become more and more awful and appalling. <laughs> and it's only going to get worse. Back to Matt. <laughs> uh, we met um, a man who ran a decorating store out of it as yeah, well. Which was yeah, not greatest real. Name in the world. Which was not real. <laughs> With, and they didn't reference it. They just said, uh, this is Fred Fag. Oh, sorry, that's the first draft of this comedy <laughs> script. Let me uh, go back over that one. But decor flair... 
And they were like, yeah. oh, it was a huge national chain. I was like, bullshit! <laughs> I've never heard of Decor Flair! But then they were very keen, when it, and they said he was obviously put out of business by the warehouse... Uh, out of town. Out of town retail park mm. DIY shops. Now, they've been banging on about Deliveroo by name, but they yeah. won't say B&Q. No, what? crazy. What? Um, it's Where's the rule? Is B&Q even still going? Hasn't that gone now? So you could. B&Q does exist. What's the other? What's the one it replaced? Home base has gone, I think, has it? I miss MFI and do it all. Oh, well, we'll make a little... Do you know what? We should actually pitch for you to go on the one show and you could do a thing about who remembers who remembers do it all Yeah, Uh, it's sex in this car park that's right I got arrested for wanking on that bench (laughs) and that one it was nice as well that thank god though I mean a ray of light is that Matt Baker knows entirely how to solve the problem of the high street oh absolutely without Matt I think this country would be destined for uh, a bigger retail nightmare than it is but uh, let the date go down in history as last Friday's one show Matt absolutely came up oh, with yeah. a solution to the whole thing. Good work for keeping that building alive. I think I've got a solution for the high street, actually. Go and on. this is a serious one. I think they should have free parking all the way along. Good in high idea. Mm. Because yeah. it's driving people away across the parking. You know, you watch yeah. what happens. Free parking, all the shops will Get close. some good fights as well. So it, that was him talking about uh, the solution to the high street. Free parking. Free parking. All down free the side. Park. All down the side. For free parking. All down the side. Y- you just do it and you'll see, he said. Yeah, you'll see what happens. Ah, someone's got a little bit of power, haven't they? They've got <laughs> a bit, they go out on television like Noel Edmonds ended up doing, telling off people for doing their jobs in local council and threatening them. Yeah. It's a matter uh, of time. I, I, I think I've got it. Helipads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just stop closing the shops. Yeah. And then yeah. they'll be open. Yeah. Come on, people. <laughs> Use your noggin. <laughs> Maybe establish a police state like China where the internet is governed by people. Yeah. The fact that he hates the, the city as well, which is quite remarkable for him to save the high street. Perhaps he just yeah. wants to get everyone to go to the high street and then, you know, drop a dead pig on it and explode it or something. <laughs> one of, one of a fat member of Westlife just dropped in uh, to what, decimate a town centre. Uh, worth saying as well, just one video we haven't talked about. They uh, This was on, I think, Friday show, yep. they had another one of those awful videos where children are encouraged to grass up their parents. Oh, right. And God. all they basically do is they the kids sort of sit there and go, um, Dad, Dad, Daddy does all the cooking because Mummy is terrible at cooking. And the parents yeah. sit there and go, that's not fucking true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, that's yeah. a, when I get home, I'm going to yeah. fucking leather that yeah. one. Yeah. And can I just say, because in every project I've worked in in broadcasting, this has always been an issue, but... Um, there was not a BAME face in sight. In true, <laughs> very true. The last time we saw this video when they did it, it was about someone whose stepdad was guffing. <laughs> that was oh, one yeah. of the low points in British television history. Wasn't that George Clooney was on, <laughs> yes, wasn't he? That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, George yeah. Clooney had to sit through that. Yeah. The, the thing I did like about this is they had a, a couple who were, you know, nice, good value in the way they responded to their kids. And one of the kids said, oh, yeah, you know, our, our daddy does all the cooking, and but he, he only does the stuff that he likes doing. And it cut to his father and his father went this is a myth <laughs> I'll see you in court that slander this is a myth I can't stop thinking about that this is a myth <laughs> mum's definitely the boss around the house that's right that's me Matt loves not being the boss he gets to do all the things he loves because he gets to cook he likes doing cooking do this all is the a cleaning. myth <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of story that was foretold by the barb. <laughs> I just want to go back and mention the bit on Thursday when, I think it was Thursday when they cut to the Watchdog studio. Oh, that was oh, useless. With Matt, <laughs> Matt Allwright. Matt Allwright. Dresses and then they like got, a tinker. Yeah, but they got, they got him. Lives on a houseboat. <laughs> they got him. 
Fixes your watering can. <laughs> they, got, they got into it with a, some newspaper cutting. Yeah. Where Matt Allwright had been in the news for some reason. I don't, I don't know, being a... Uh, he killed a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they used a picture of an actor who looked a bit like Matt Allwright. Yeah. And that, that was a non... There was nothing to that. And then... Did this yeah. whole thing of, of, of giving a little bit of a pre-roll for a watchdog coming up at eight. Yeah. So what are the big stories you've got on, that interconnected yeah. thing? Yeah. No one gives a fuck. No one wants to watch... <laughs> Watchdog. He no. then comes on and just sort of goes, you know, your smoke alarm, not going to save your children. They can't hear the yeah. frequency. Yeah. You will need to watch tonight. Absolutely shocking stuff tonight. It turns out the smoke alarm that's in your home probably won't wake up your kids in the event of a fire. And that is the really worrying thing. Because of the frequency at which smoke alarms operate, they are designed to wake up adults, but they don't work quite so effectively. With eight children that we tested, seven didn't wake up. One woke up, got a teddy, went back to sleep again. So that's stuff you really have to watch. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but just, just on that... Are your children sleeping alone in your house? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would yeah. you not, if you heard the fire alarm, maybe go and get your kids? Or just be like, well, fuck them, I'm off. Yeah, they didn't hear it. Tough shit. I, I am doing enough setting a fire in my house for the insurance <laughs> money. Right? If the kids don't come down on yeah. their heads, be it. They've got to learn. <laughs> the big thing is, it's smacked of all right going, uh, okay, so uh, your smoke alarm. Your children will die because it, research, research has discovered that the frequency is too high for kids to hear. They don't wake up. Uh, so do watch it and, and find out what to do. And the answer will be, buy one of my new smoke detectors yeah, from entirely. All Right Smoke Detectors. That's make what... sure your kids are all right with <laughs> Matt All Right's kid-friendly smoke right. detectors. Yeah. <laughs> they really personalise it as well, don't they? Your kids, your kids, you, yeah. your you, death. Now. Yeah. You're going, if, now. You, if you don't watch Watch Dog, this is a guarantee, yeah. you will all die. <laughs> you. See you at eight. And that seems like a good place to bring this week's proceedings to a close. Remember to tell your friends about this podcast and please rate and review The The One Show Show on iTunes because that helps us out and annoys the tits off Matt Baker. But while you're remembering that, also remember this and remember it well. When you look at the television to look at The One Show, The One Show also looks back into you. Goodbye. GreatBigOwl.com And welcome to the musical podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. And Dave's on keys. But we don't play that too much because otherwise we'll have to pay some people rights money. Yeah. Uh, we do a live show where comedians come and sing their favourite musical theatre songs in front of a live audience. This podcast is us bringing that person inside of a building. <laughs> welcome to Just a Minute with Jade Adams. <laughs> I panicked. Enjoy. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.